Hallelujah. I'm glad you. I'm so glad you're here. Tell them, I'm glad you made it through 2016. I'm glad I made it through 2016. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now give God some praise of thanks that you made it thus far. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say to them, don't let the devil steal your hope. Whatever you do, don't let him steal your hope. Whatever you do, don't let the devil or nobody else steal your hope. The text tonight is coming from Ephesians chapter 3. And it reads, it reads from the New King James, and it's full of hope. And it reads, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or thank according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. 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 The theme is hope in the midst of impossible difficulties. Hope in the midst of impossible difficulties. Father, even now, as we stand, allow your word to go forth. Lord, even now, in the midst of uncertainties, allow your word to go forth, even now. Amen. The one thing that you have to carry over into 2017 is a expectation or hope. I don't care how rough life gets, and, and, and life can get rough. <laughs> life can get real rough. I, I got any old amens in the house. Amen. And with all the things that's been happening, we really not that sure what 2017 is going to bring from a political standpoint. And if, and, if, and if you ever thought that things are shaky, you ought to look at things now. But wait a minute. God never told us to place our hope in politics. <laughs> God never told us to place our hopes in news and what's going on on Fox and, 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 and whatever else. But, but we got to have an unshakable hope in, in him. Listen, listen to Paul. Now only him, not, 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 not Clinton, not, not Trump, not, not, not Bush, not Obama, not, not, not nobody else, but only him. 
my question tonight is, who have you placed your hope in? <laughs> who are we looking for a blessing, for our dependency? How are we going to make it through 2017 when it looks like everything is hazy? I mean, I mean, listen, if we place our hope in anything less than Christ, then I'm telling you, folks will let you down. Folks, I mean, listen, listen, I will let you down. I'm only human. Don't mean to, but hey, I can't help myself. My faith got to be in the Lord Jesus, just like your faith got to be in the Lord Jesus. They say that one psychologist who is an expert in hope says that hope is like oxygen. You can't make it without it. And the moment you allow circumstances to take your hope away, you lose the desire to want to live. Matter of fact, hope is a precursor for faith. Because first, you got to believe or at least have a possibility that God is before you put faith in that what he would do. That even before you have faith, you got to start off with a precursor is I hope he's real. I'm going to call on him. I'm going to seek for him until he shows me that he's real. Because the moment you, you don't seek him, you won't find him. But what makes you seek him that you hope that he's real. Regardless where you're sitting at right now, you can't allow your circumstances to predict your future. Some of us right here got a negative attitude about everything. And we are allowing our past and our present to determine how high we can fly. But I came to say tonight that the devil is a liar. Say that with me. The devil is a liar. Can I go in a little bit deeper? Let me, let me throw something at you. If the devil been messing with you, he's afraid of what God has in you. Have anybody been going through trouble in 2016? Let's take it back to 2015. Some of us have been struggling since 2014. Some of us don't even remember 2013. Listen, 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 listen. Why would the devil spend so much time messing with you if there's nothing in you for God to bring out of you? So he's trying to steal your hope, your vision, and your goal. So, so he got all his imps attacking you. You know what I realize? God will take the very thing that Satan tried to kill in me to bloom it to bless somebody else. 
Did y'all hear that? Wait, 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 think with me. Where is your trouble area? Don't say nothing. Think to yourself. What's the one area that's been your greatest hurt? You got it? Many times, God wants to make that area your greatest blessing. But in order to make the transition from hurt to blessing, you got to have a hope that can't be distinguished. You got to trust God is going to do something with this. Did you know our God is sovereign? You know what sovereign means? Sovereign means that when a bird is flying in the sky and one of its feathers fall off its back, that as the feather is falling to the ground, the pattern of his feather has already been traced by God. Y'all didn't get that, did y'all? Okay, let's do it another one. Let's do that. That means that God already knows how that feather is going to float till it gets to the ground. So God has already traced it out before it fails. And if God is that particular about a feather off of a bird's back, don't you think he knows everything about you? Don't you think that he knew what happened when it happened and he kept you through it? And if he kept you through it, he's able to bring you up out of it. And if he allowed you to go through it, there's a blessing in it somewhere. You know, that's hard when you're going through. But I want to speak to some people who's on the other side of through. I I want some testimonies tonight. There's some people who can turn around and say, no, I never want to go through that again, but I would not be where I'm at if I had not been where I've been. So I thank God for what I've been through because I know more now than what I ever knew. And now I am blessed because of what I've been through. The problem with most of us, we allow our pain to sorrow us instead of make us. We're always talking about what we didn't have. But you ought to start praising God for what you did have. Tell you what the Lord is working on me. He says, Trace, whenever you face anything, turn to and say to yourself out of your mouth, now on the hymn that is able. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all didn't get that. Whenever you're facing a situation that you know the devil's attacking you, he said, I want you to, in your mind, and say it out of your mouth, look up while you're saying it, and say, now, on the hill that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. He said, you know what that do for you, Kenny? 
that takes your eyes off of what Satan doing and puts your eyes on what God is getting ready to do. You have just now opened yourself up to hope and the possibility of what God is getting ready to do through your struggle. Because as long as you keep looking down, you ain't going to see God in action. But if you keep looking up and speak hope and faith to yourself, God gets happy when you begin to talk by faith. Is there anybody in the house need a nail on the hill in a situation that's impossibly difficult? Is there anybody going through something? Look at your something and say, now. Oh, I ain't saying it like y'all mean it. Hold on now. Come on. Look at that difficulty. Now, look away from it and look up to your God. And say, now, on the hill that is able to do it exceedingly, abundantly, above. Now give God a hallelujah. Part of our problem is we are expecting God to do what he only going to do when we have faith in him to do it. He says, he says, he says, if anybody come to God, he must come believing that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, hold on. The reason why I'm diligently seeking him is because I need him. That's number one. Number two, I know he has the power to change whatever I'm going through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I have an expectation and a hope that even if he don't get me out of my situation, he'll give me the power to stand in my situation. And I still can give God the praise in the midst of my situation because I know he got me. Is there anybody saying hallelujah? Listen, listen, listen. I believe that God is so good that God wants to be so good to us that he wants to provoke us to praise him. Did you get that? Let me explain. God wants to meet you at your place of faith and take you higher. And every time he takes you higher, he's going to do more for you. And he wants to get to the place where you recognize nobody could do it but him. (laughs) Can, 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 can Can I go a little bit deeper in this? If the situation wasn't impossible, we would think we did it. We we would think it's a coincidence. We would think it's an accident. So God will box you in a corner. 
allow the situation to get so deep that you can barely stand it. And then he's going to challenge us to trust him in, 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 in impossible difficulties. But, but watch this. If you got a nail on the hill, you take your eyes off your trouble because not only him tells me that my God is a big God. My fact, listen, he can do exceedingly abundantly. But what Paul is using, uh, because he cannot describe how awesome God is. He really cannot write in human language. So, so he used two adjectives. Uh, he's exceedingly abundantly. That's abundantly and abundantly able to do everything that you could possibly ask. Now watch this. Imagine. Now my mind just went boom. You know why? I got a big imagination. But Paul said, no, God, you can't even imagine what God listen. Not only can do, because if you stay there, you miss the intent of the text. Watch this. What he wants to do. You know where we mess up at? We mess up that we don't trust him, so we do our own thing. Man, go, go, go over there to the wall. Go. That's, that's, that's your blessing on the way. Now, now, now walk slowly towards me. Now, now walk slowly. The blessing's on the way, but it's in the invisible world. Wait a minute, you're walking too fast, man. Go back. Go back. Because sometimes it means that it don't, it don't happen that quickly. And as long as I am believing and trusting God, uh, it's on its way. Now, the problem is I can't see that it's on its way. Now, wait a minute now. There's a, there's a, there's a component to this. Kenny, you're going to be the, well, you taping. You want to be the devil tonight, man? Come on. Come on, man. The problem is the devil don't want me to move forward. And, but guess what? He sees. Because it's in the spiritual realm. It's in the invisible realm. He sees my blessing is on the way. So guess what he does? He makes it even hotter. He makes the trouble come even more. He does step closer, speaking doubt into my mind. And watch that. It will bring a temptation my way. He's going to make something look good. Smell good. <laughs> Taste good. Smoke good. Drink good. 
And as soon as I step into, and if I don't maintain my hope, I'm out of position and my blessing goes back. My, my question to you and I is, how many blessings have we missed because we didn't trust God long enough because because we fell for the trick of Satan because the blessing was taking too long and it was right on his way. You know, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, it could be right there. Yeah, just reach out and grab it. <laughs> and I allow the devil to steal my blessing. <laughs> See, the thing is, watch this. If I'm following God, my blessing will overtake me. Yes. On, See, See, as long as, come on, bless us to push him out the way. <laughs> but you a blessing. You can go through him. The devil can't stop your blessing. The only one that can stop your blessing is you and me. Now watch it. And if I stay consistent doing what God has told me to do, keep speaking the word, keep submitting to him, guess what? I, I, before I know it, see, see, I ain't waiting on the blessing. I'm busy doing what I'm supposed to do. But while I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, my blessing overtakes me. Is there any witnesses in the house? There is a pattern and a process to how God works. And if we work it, God will do exceedingly abundantly above. And I know, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes God takes so long. But wait a minute. But what we don't understand is this. God is working on us. God is working on the inward character of who we are so that as he lifts us, he won't lose us. Some of us can't stand to be blessed anymore. If God blessed us anymore, we would think that it's us doing it. And God has to prepare us because he loves us. What's this? Can I go a little bit deeper? We have to have a hope and expectation to carry us through whatever life throws our way. You want me to show you the opposite? When you lose all hope, suicide. Suicide is the condition of someone that has lost all hope and they think their situation will never get any better. And that situation has now got them to a place where emotionally and mentally they have lost all hope and all they see is doom and gloom. And don't ever think you can't go there. 
will ever think that you're too holy, that you, you don't know. If you don't stay anchored, if you don't stay, if you don't stay committed to him, if you don't stay in your word, if you don't stay praying, I'm telling you, Satan is trying to take all of us out. My sister, my sister, this is the uh, message Bible. It says, God can do anything you know, far more than what you can ever imagine. Our guests, our requests, in your wildest dreams. Watch this. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit deeply and gently within. Hold on. I thought he was talking about on the outside, but God is saying, watch this, what I can make you to be, how high I can lift you, what I can do in you that you don't even know is in you. Everything that even your family don't know is in you, because they didn't put it in you, I put it in you. And the reason why you went through some of the things you went through in your childhood, because the devil peeked into your future and saw what I wanted to do through you. So he set you up to think that you know good. But I want you to know you're more than enough. Before you was a, a, a thought in your mother and daddy's eye, matter of fact, before your grandparents was born, I knew you. Matter of fact, before I started in Genesis 1-1 and begin everything, I already had in mind what I wanted to do through you, and I knew what you was going to go through, but I created you to take what you've been through so I can use what you've been through that you can tell everybody else that you've been through it, and when I deliver you, reach back and help somebody else who's been through what you've been through. Watch this, watch this. If we go to war, I don't want somebody who never been to war to leave me. You know what I want? I want somebody who got some battle scars. I want somebody who been through something. Some of y'all are ashamed of what you've been through. Hello. You shouldn't be ashamed if you done stepped out of it. You ought to wear it as a badge of honor. Yes, I used to do that. Yes, I used to be that. But guess what? God has delivered me, and I'm not that anymore. There ought to be some shouting people in the house. Hallelujah. When the church gets real about where we've been, then other folks won't feel bad about coming in. Because everything that's out there is up in here. But God, but God, but God, but God, but God. Listen, 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 listen. How much time I got? What are you speaking 
out of your mouth. You got to walk around with something in your mouth. The devil's doing it. Let me show you. What you doing, rapping? What are you rapping? Death and destruction? Now someone steps to me and I got a gun on me. Pow! You know why? I've been rapping it. Now that attitude and spirit has become real to me because I've been speaking it out of my mouth. And me speaking it out of my mouth gave way to that spirit of that attitude. Why is it that the devil knows the principles better than we do? And he used it against us? Joshua chapter 1. Joshua, don't worry about Moses because you're not going to be like Moses. But I've turned from Moses and Joshua, you're the man. Now, Joshua, this is the secret to your success. Keep my word in your mouth. Keep speaking it to yourself. Speak life in yourself. If nobody else speak it to you, Joshua, then you speak it to yourself. You know enough of my word to speak it to yourself. Joshua, don't turn to the right of it. Don't turn to the left of it. But keep on speaking it, and nobody will be able to stand up to you. And, and, and Joshua, be courageous. Be fearless. Because I am with you, and I will prosper you, and it will do you good. What will? The word. You know what? I can read the word, but the word ain't getting in me. It's not prospering me. You know what I got to do? You got to work this thing. Until it gets into my thinking. Until it gets into my psyche. Until I see this thing. Take it over. It ought to wake you up in the middle of the night. It got to get to the place where it controls my thinking. Where if my thinking has an opposite thought of the word, the word rises up and say, that's not what God says. You know, the word will come alive in you. Then watch this. And it will start... Let me get behind you. Go this way, Darnell. Stop, Darnell. Because if you wanted to stop, you would have been killed. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Question. Do you know the word? Can you listen to the voice of God to the place that if God says stop, you stop? Yeah. 
on my way working for USU, on my way to Crotherville. Going down these winding roads, I'm doing about 60, 65 miles per hour, and I'm flying, you know, just two lanes. And God says, stop. And I'm in the car, and I go, I slow up by the stop. They can't stop. I finally stopped. I said, okay, Lord, what? I don't see nothing. And I see this car way down there. And I still said, okay, Lord, what? All of a sudden, I see this car jump out to pass that car. These cars are doing 80, maybe 100 miles per hour. And they're coming straight at me. I, I, I begin to position myself because I know this is going to be a head-on collision. And the car that is passing the other car just barely made it to the place my car shook. Let me show you something. If I would not have stopped, I would not be here today. But let me show you something else. If I would have stopped where you first told me to stop, it wouldn't have been a close call. Did y'all catch that? Did y'all catch that? The reason why it was a close call, because I didn't stop immediately. I kept on. Now watch this. I slowed up. I slowed up. I started coasting, and then, then he had to speak it louder. Then I was obedient. Yeah. But guess what? I wouldn't have went through the nervous spell if I would have stopped when I first heard his voice. Yeah. My question is, what have you missed that you can't get back because you didn't listen to his voice the first time? That's a question. Right. And then we tell, then we have the nerve, thank you, man. Then we have the nerve to, 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 to say God is neglectful of his children, when it's probably why his children are not listening to his voice. So we don't get what we, George uh, Shay Beverly was a singer for Billy Graham. And this is what he said before he, before he died. He said he had a dream, a vision, and, and Jesus took him to this big place. It was all these boxes. It was wrapped up. this gift wrap. And he said, he said, Lord, what's all this? He said, go see. Went up to a box, George Beverly. My name. George Beverly. George he said, Lord, what is this? So you know what this is? These are all the blessings I have for you, George. If you would have just listened to me, but because you didn't take time to trust me, all these blessings you miss. <laughs> you know what? I know I missed a lot of blessings. You too? But you know what? We don't have to miss no more. <laughs> you know, you can make a determination that in 2017, I'm going to trust the Lord 
like I never trust him before. In 2017, I'm not putting my faith on nothing else. And I'm trusting God because God is a big God, which means I can have big expectation. Amen. That means that, that regardless of what happens on the outside, I have an expectation that God wants to do some big things. Hallelujah. That, that I'm going to try to keep faith in my mouth so my hope will be strong. So, so I said, so I got to watch what I say. Well, I said, it's not what you say that's affect me. It's what I say affect. Uh, this, this, uh, that, that was just a blessing that y'all didn't get. Well, I, said, I said, he can cuss me out, but that does not affect what God has for me. Did you hear that? He can talk about me as a dog, but the more he talk about me, the more I'm going on my knees. Hallelujah. Now watch this, watch this. So why should I allow Satan to use him for me to step out of position and fight what seems like a physical fight and it's really a spiritual fight, and I just miss a blessing that if I was in the right row, it would have tackled me. But because I got out of position, where my blessing at? Who is my blessing? Just look, look for me as you go down the road. Right, right here, right here. Yeah. Look at me. Shake your head. Wave to me. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Guess what? And I can't chase my blessing. My question is, is this. Since that's how the spiritual world operates, are we going to operate in the spiritual world or are we going to stay in the natural Are we going to start speaking some, some, some word out of our mouth and say, Lord, I want to do it your way because I know you good, not just sometimes, but you're good all the time. And I don't want to miss nothing that you have for me. Lord, I'm going to trust you for bigger things. Lord, and even when I watch the news, the news is not going to affect me. Now, don't get me wrong, my heart breaks over injustice. It bleeds over all of that. I, 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 I want to work and help make a change. I'm praying and all that. But I'm going to get everything God has laid out with my name on it. Now, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And if I allow him to work in me, then I'm going to become a blessing so that other people can get their blessing. God don't bless you for you to just be blessed. He blesses you to be a blessing to somebody else. Now, can you imagine if all of us was walking in our purpose, in our destiny, full of the Holy Ghost, and we walk out of here tonight and tomorrow? Can you imagine the change that will happen in 
in our family. You know what? God just needs one person in your family to trust him to turn things around, and God can turn it around. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me. I think we need to claim back some stuff tonight. Claiming back our children. Claiming back our grandchildren. Claiming back our peace. Claiming back our joy. Claiming back our purpose. Claiming back our future. Fear won't control us. The joy, the joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord is our strength marching over into two, oh, one, seven, with an expectation of blessed and holy favor. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. I got something for us. Deuteronomy. Then we, we over. Deuteronomy 28 says this. We're the head and not the tail. Anybody agree with me? If you agree with me, shout with me. Bless in the city. Bless in the country. Bless standing up. Bless sitting down. claiming your blessing tonight we make a declaration and we're gonna shake hell say with me I'm blessed I'm blessed y'all not saying it like y'all mean it it may not feel like it but before it happens you got to speak it you got to have a hope you got to have a faith. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Wait and see. I'm blessed. I'm going to speak it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to start walking in it. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the country. Blessed sitting down. Blessed standing up. Blessed laying down. I'm blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed.
Father, even now we come to you thanking you for an awesome 2016. God, but we thank you because we got expectation that 2017 is going to be the best year of our life. And so, God, as we head into 2017, we thank you for the mountains that, that you brought us over. We thank you for the valleys that you brought us through. We, we thank you for just being God through, through all the trials and the tribulations that we face. And so, God, as we head to 2017, we declare that this is the year for divine favor. We declare that this is the year for divine expectation. We declare this is the year for divine revelation. And so, God, show us who you are in 2017 in a way that you never showed us before, God, take us from where we are now to the next end of next year, y'all, with blessings on top of blessings, on top of blessings, God. Overtake us with your blessings. Overtake us with your glory. Overtake us with the things. Overtake us, God. God, take us from where we are to where we need to be. Touch our, our families, God. Put a hedge of protection around them, God. Let blessings overtake them, God. We expect something great, God. We believe that you're going to do some awesome things in 2017. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what you got in store for us. And so, God, keep us as only you can. Take care of us as only you can. Lead God and direct us as only you can. And, God, we're going to give you the glory. My Matter of fact, we ain't gonna wait. We gonna clap right now. We gonna shout hallelujah right now. We gonna give you praise right now. Yes, because we believe God that you got some awesome things in store. This is our year, God. Of